for the Agile community. www.agile.fm I'm here today with Dave West, product owner at Scrum Org and almost a regular already on um, Agile FM. Uh, I think this is the second time I have the chance here to speak uh, with Dave. And this is a very important and timely kind of conversation because this is all about the new Scrum Guide release, which happened on the 7th of November 2017. Dave, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Joe. Thanks for inviting me back. I'm yeah. glad I didn't offend too many people last time, so you <laughs> asked me back. I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> uh, Dave, um, you have a Twitter handle, which is uh, something I just want to spell out for everybody. This is not Dave West, as you would assume. It's David J. West. You're squeezing in your initial just to make it a little <laughs> bit more um, difficult for people to find you on Twitter. Yes, Joe. There was this uh, basketball player called Dave West that um, apparently has like two point something million followers or something. So, <laughs> so I, uh, you know, I was forced out. But um, okay. you know, when, when he gets thrown out of the NBA, I'm taking that handle back. Yeah. Awesome, right? But um, very similar in numbers is uh, people who have actually watched um, you actually <laughs> yesterday with the two creators of Scrum, Ken and Jeff, uh, Ken Schwaber, Jeff Sullivan. And uh, today is a little bit of uh, we're switching roles because yesterday you had um, a chance to, I think it was like a video recording you guys did um, about the Scrum Guide release. And, and today you're the product owner, you know, the single authority. So I want to talk to you um, about the, the latest version of the Scrum Guide. Yes, uh, being the product owner isn't necessarily a, it's an interesting experience with Ken and Jeff, obviously. Oh, yeah. They, they're very strongly opinionated uh, stakeholders. And, and interestingly, the, the Scrum Guide is actually and continues to be owned by Ken and Jeff. I just uh, sort of facilitate the process and update mm -hmm. the website and, and things like that. Jeff and Ken definitely are the owners of the, uh, of the, of the scrum guide yeah. and uh, and uh, that but they do listen to lots of people and uh, mm -hmm. that's what drove the uh, the the recent release on November the 7th uh, the the update yeah so um Dave, you're the, the product owner at scrum.org, um, and the, the website, we're going to find the, the guide in the English version and probably in translated versions already, is scrumguides.org. Um, yeah. Now, what I have to say, and it's actually something I didn't even notice so far, maybe I haven't looked at this document too carefully uh, in this regard, is it is pretty cool. Is there is really no um, version. I mean, behind the scenes, there is probably a version of the Scrum Guide, but there's just a November... Uh, 2017 release so there's really no which I think is pretty cool if you think about it there's not a team out there that says I'm going to do scrum 1.2 and another team is doing scrum 1.3 uh, it's just the scrum guide it's one document exactly and that's actually really important there is one definition of scrum and and even though Scrum's 22 years old, um, the essence of scrum really hasn't changed what has changed though is the way it's described because you know, Scrum is very simple. The Scrum Guide, uh, it was 16 pages. It's now um, uh, almost 19. I think it's 18. Mm -hmm. uh, the, and the, the only changes really have been clarity. And that clarity or those improvements of, um, of understanding, better definitions, descriptions, etc., have really been driven by, by the community, by the, the points that they raised. And you'll see the changes in the Scrum Guide in, in, in this release have really just tightened up certain things and made things a little bit clearer because 
you know, 22 years, the world is a very different place. And uh, what people are thinking about what's top of mind is very, very different now than when it was uh, when Scrum was initially created um, by Ken and Jeff in response to actually their needs of delivering fabulous products. Right. So what we're discussing here are the changes that happened from uh, the previous version to the new version, which was released on the 7th of November. And um, I want to just jump in. One number uh, that was shared by, uh, I think it was you actually, uh, statistically, is that there are roughly 12 to 15 million daily scrums going on in the, uh, <laughs> around yeah. the world. I mean, that's a scary number if you think about that. Um, so there's a lot of standing up going on in this world and or sitting down, <laughs> right? Um, now, the daily scrum, as many as we have here, there's also a problem with this meeting out there. So there's some of the changes actually happen around the daily school. Yeah. So it, a, it's very popular yeah. and it's done very frequently, but it's done very, I would say poorly. And, uh, what, what are the changes around the, the daily scrum and, and why is the daily scrum under, uh, in the focus here? Yeah. It's interesting that you, you raise the daily scrum and, and you're right about between 12 and 15 million people are doing, you know, scrum every day. Uh, a lot of them are calling it a stand-up Joe, which, <clears throat> yeah. which really, I, I don't have anything um, against them calling it a stand-up. But obviously, uh, I encourage people to call it a daily scrum sure. for, for for two reasons. One, because you know, there's some people in this world that can't stand up, and mm -hmm. we don't want to sort of make it divisive for them. But secondly, um, really, the the idea of a scrum, everybody coming together every day and sort of like you know, deciding how to best to move the game on or move the sprint on is very, very important to have that top of mind. And, and um, Scrum, the, the, the phrase um, Scrum was actually coined in the new, new product game. And the new, new product game, the reason why they described it as a Scrum was this idea that when the ball stops moving in rugby, the t you know, the, when it stops making progress, as it were, when the, you know, it, cause it gets stuck, maybe it gets stuck under a semi-conscious player or, or something, which is always the case when I played rugby, Joe, um, <laughs> and that player gets carted off and then they sort of dig the ball out. They like go, Oh, who was making, pro Oh, well, the ball was with this side, but it sort of stopped. So mm -hmm. the idea is that you come together as a scrum, the ball's put in and the game starts again. And that's very much what a daily scrum is now. But unfortunately, and you're right, highlighting Joe that the, the changes or one you know change around the daily scrum. A lot of people think of it as a status meeting. In fact, the three questions, you know, what did I do yesterday? What am I doing today? And what's stopping me? Have been interpreted incorrectly to be about status. So it's mm -hmm. about me reporting status to. He used to be my manager. Now he's called a scrum master, or she's called a scrum master. Right. And uh, so it's not, that is not what it is. It's not a status meeting. What it is, is literally a daily scrum. The mm. ball may have stopped moving adequately and we've come together, pushing and shoving as a team and gone, how do we move the ball forward again? How do we make progress towards the, towards that sprint goal to deliver the value that, that we're trying to deliver, mm -hmm. the learning we're trying to deliver? So, so the daily scrum, um, what they've done is, you know, the, emph the emphasis of the three questions has been reduced and it's more focused on that as one technique. Other people walk the board, you know, see where the ball is, as it were. Mm -hmm. um, some people, it's, it, you know, use other techniques, you know, there's certain tools that help. But, but ultimately, the, the, the change uh, in this release of the Scrum Guide has been very much to remind people of that. Remember, mm -hmm. it's not a status meeting. Right, and, and it's 
all about inspection and adaptation, right? And uh, mm -hmm. so the meeting stayed 15 minutes. Um, the the questions have been de-emphasized. I think that's uh, that's, that's exactly it. There's, yeah. not, there's nothing wrong if the people are still answering on those questions, but the the purpose in the of the meeting is uh, is is really about inspecting and seeing where they are in the in the current space. I love this, right? I something I was fighting myself uh, uh, teams uh, all the time to not go into the status into the status mood um, in this meeting and, and basically even worse reporting to somebody right or having the feeling of reporting to somebody and, um, and it, it's very easy to fall back into this old practice mm -hmm. and uh, and obviously you know no document changing a document will change that you know ability for you to fall back but but hopefully most of your listeners reread the scrum guide occasionally just to sort of remind them of the mm -hmm. of the ideas it's as a very short document you can read it very quickly and that the benefit of doing that is that, that when by reading this you're like reminded of the fact that it's a daily scrum it's mm -hmm. a, not a status report meeting it's funny though joe you, you mentioned 15 minutes and that that, that brings another change that <laughs> this is a really uh sensitive uh change because um Ken, Ken Schwaber was like, well, why do we even have to say this? Surely people can work this out themselves. But a lot of people think of a time box, not in terms of this being the maximum time possible, mm -hmm. but they think of it as literally you have to take, in the case of the daily, uh, the daily scrum, 15 minutes. You do not have to take 15 minutes. It can be over in five minutes. You know? <laughs> uh, it can be. It's important that you all come together. That event is an important thing to mm -hmm. make sure that we're move, making progress and we're moving forward. But if you stand there and you go like, uh, or sit and say, oh, you know, da, 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 how's it going? You know, da, da, oh, I need some help in this. Da, 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 and it's over in two minutes. That's mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. As long as you're getting to the outcomes that you that you require, as long as the team's making progress, as long as the team's inspecting and adapting, mm -hmm. you know, based on the new knowledge that another day has, has actually provided. But it doesn't have to take that. So we've cleared up that confusion in the time box and said it's a maximum length. Mm -hmm. Of course, Ken did say that if you just Googled it, you would find that out. But um but, you know, we we, uh, we appreciate the feedback on the user voice helping us uh, understand. Right. Well, it's, it's, you know, it is, um, maybe we're doing this too much and we assumed, you know, we assumed that people <laughs> would know. Um, but definitely good to know. But on the other side, it's, it's also uh, interesting that you uh, just gave a, a, you know, a shorter completion time of a daily scrum. What I what is really fascinating every time I I see or or meet with Ken and yesterday I on the camera right when you see him, it's a it's it's always it does always something to me, in form of rethinking um, things we're doing out there with with projects. So for example, in the in the daily scrum companies I have worked with in the past or teams I've seen, uh, they really their their emphasis or their process efficiency is measured of how fast you can do these meetings and uh, it's really not about that either right so you have these 15 minutes you have the 15 minutes for your daily scrum use them wisely if you finish earlier great but it's not the goal to finish this thing in five minutes and say like we're really good at scrum we have very short meetings um yeah and, and ken when i see him he has this aura around him right when you feel like you, you look at this and it's like it's really gives a substantial amount of depth to the conversation which i think is needed uh, sometimes in in the daily scrum as well yeah and that's that is an important point we're not saying that you should whiz through things 
We're not saying that you should uh, not, you know, the, the, uh, as you described, if you're really good at Scrum, everything goes really quickly. Actually, the opposite, you know, the, the reality is that take the amount of time that you need. The time box, though, is a mechanism to keep you focused, to keep right. you focused on, on, on the, the outcome. And um, the, uh, Ken said something yesterday, which I, I think it was tweeted, but I, I, it was basically said Scrum, it requires intelligence. It, you know, you can't practice Scrum as a stupid person. Mm. So be intelligent about your use of things like time boxes, your use of the daily Scrum, and, and use it. Uh, but remember what the intent is. Remember what you're trying to achieve. And, you know, the, you're smart. I mean, the, the world is full of smart people. You wouldn't be in the jobs that you're in mm. unless, you were super, unless you were smart and able. So be smart. Don't leave your brain right. at home. It's like... Uh, I, that drives uh, drives Ken. You talk about him being, you know, very thoughtful, and mm. every time you spend time with him, you realize just how you've not been thoughtful enough. But Ken, what frustrates him the most is when people are like, "Well, you know, uh, but that's what it says in the Scrum Guide." He goes, "If I told you to jump off a cliff, would you?" You know, <laughs> and, um, I wonder how many people would say yes. Right. We didn't have that the Scrum Guide just just in case. It was that's that's not like some sort of like. Uh, thing written down but um but it 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 requires some level of intelligence right well definitely yeah so here's another one and i think that's a biggie um in the in the changes um the agile manifesto the agile manifesto not necessarily the scrum guide here has a statement in it working software over comprehensive documentation and um the scrum guide the new version actually is now in the section of use of scrum distancing itself a little bit from software development purely. So the use of Scrum oh, has been broadened yeah. to something, right? And that, that is a big change. There's a big statement out there now, Scrum for outside of IT. Well, right. this, is, uh, this is really, really sort of, um, uh, I don't say contentious, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But the, so when, when you talk to Jeff and you, you talk to Ken, obviously I'm very fortunate and very lucky to spend a great deal of time talking to them. And uh, what you find is when you, the things that they're very motivated about, the things that they're fo very focused on, they're very focused on, you know, if you talk to Jeff, he's, he's involved in, you know, some huge product development, you know, cars, ships, mm -hmm. you know, spaceships, all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, if you talk to Ken, he really is worried about the future of, work the future of society the the you know the the he calls it the age of accelerations to uh, to quote thomas friedman you know in this mm -hmm. in this world where you know things are changing continuously and things that historically have been very uh, stable are no longer stable you know you who'd have thought that you know amazon would if they move into pharmaceuticals and and, mm -hmm. and, and distribution of uh, of, uh, of those, what, what is that going to do to the market? You know, the, the world is continuously changing. So one thing that's frustrated both of them is that for many people look at Scrum in these contexts, you know, whether it be putting, you know, a man in space or whatever, and say, well, Scrum's just for the software team. And then they surround Scrum with these incredibly complex processes that aren't agile and don't respond to the environment rapidly. Mm -hmm. So that, that section, that new section, um, was really added to give credence, to give support for those change agents, those Scrum masters, those, those people like you, Joe, honestly, mm -hmm. yeah. who are in at the front line, you know, trying to say, well, yeah, I, I know that 
it's not product development. We're talking about, I don't know, uh, mm-hmm. missile development or whatever, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but the ideas of inspection adaption, the, the concepts of lean self-organization and, you know, the, the, the empiricism, the fundamentals of Scrum still hold true. And they honestly are probably one of the few things that we've got working in this world of complexity, in this world of chaos. And so that section was added really in response you know, mm-hmm. uh, response to supporting people like you, honestly. And so. it's, I, yeah, thank you. This is, a, I think this is a very important one for for us, and I, I speak for all of the others who work with Scrum outside of IT um, as well, right? Because you do look at the Agile Manifesto where the statement is in, right? Working software, there's this piece of software in it. Um, and that's when you look at Agile as a definition. You look at Scrum Guide, or you have looked at the Scrum Guide in previous versions, and there was really no reference to that. And this is, I think, this is a big statement where we can actually now have something go to uh, decision makers in organizations, such as marketing, HR, and so forth, and uh, and tell them, like, look, this is there is actually stuff in there now. Well, it, it's it's broadening, it's happening. So it's really yeah. good, very very positive uh, signal here, in my opinion. We yeah, obviously have to see how it goes, right? And we have to inspect and adapt like anything. But exactly. that, that, now, so that's an interesting point you say, um, uh, go to other parts of the organization. Fundamentally, if you've got a world that's complex, if you've got a situation that is, that is almost chaotic, then Scrum can provide enough stability, enough prescription to allow you to build a process, for a process to emerge on top of the framework mm-hmm. that you need to respond to that environment. Now, if you're in a marketing organization, that, that process is going to be very different from a software organization. Um, now, interestingly, both groups will be using lots of digital technology probably to do their job because, you know, whether you're uh, in marketing or even if you're, you know, digging up carrots, it would mm-hmm. appear that software's everywhere. But but ultimately, what emerges is going to be different. Mm-hmm. And that's another important point that, that uh, people have sort of forgotten. And it was talked about a bit yesterday by, by, I think, Jeff and Ken, is that remember that Scrum is a framework. Now, that is not a methodology. People often call it a methodology, and that would be an incorrect description. Mm-hmm. It's a framework. Process and method will emerge on top of this framework. And, it emer- and it's when it's being practiced by smart people in the context of their problem. And that's a really, really important concept around Scrum because, and, and then talking about applicability in different contexts, the beauty of Scrum is by keeping it so short, by keeping it the minimal mm-hmm. uh, of prescription, um, you can then add to it all the things that you need to do to effectively build a process that responds to your environment. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is that then that process will never be static. Right. And that's the other, which brings us to another change to the Scrum Guide, which is around continuous improvement. Now, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm going to admit something here about the, one of these changes. So the, um, this change about continuous improvement was, a, was added around retrospective and then in, in, into planning. Basically, it was um, the idea that one, at least one, but not only one, uh, um, backlog item will be an improvement thing you know so basically every time you do a sprint you're also trying to improve the way you work Mm -hmm. now ken and jeff disagreed a bit on this and this is this interesting dare i say healthy tension because you know jeff's very kaizen Mm -hmm. comes from a very strong lean camp 
So he believes that if you're not improving, if you're not evolving, you're dead. You know, I mean, it's kind of like right. classic lean thinking. Mm-hmm. Whereas Ken's like, well, every situation is slightly different. You know, some operational situations don't allow you to always be improving. Sometimes you just have to survive, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but this was a compromise that they managed to agree to really highlight the importance of continuously improving and continuously changing your process in response to the environment. Because cycle times now, the world is changing so rapidly that it's very likely that something that worked once may no longer work. And so the desire to continuously, the highest priority change to, to, to happen is, is, is very, very, very important. So um, mm-hmm. that's another change. And, and well, I think that that highlights this methodology and the, the potential applicability of Scrum in many contexts. I do, I do agree with you. I think there's the, the beauty of this uh, changes. Um, you know, there are teams, uh, I have seen teams that have uh, skipped retrospectives altogether. In this case, <laughs> in this case we, have a, um, we have a situation where the team members are actually forced, right, based on the Scrum Guide. There is something written in the Scrum Guide to really think about process improvement. And um, that process improvement is now going into the sprint um, uh, in the uh, in the sprint ba- uh, backlog for the upcoming yeah. sprint. So that is really giving the team something to chew on and to think about um, in terms of process improvement. Now, th- I think that's ex- incredible positive for me. I love retrospectives. I love if they're done right and everything. But I do. <laughs> I want to be a devil's advocate. On the other side, we will see people probably. Uh, starting to um, take a closer look at this thing and say, like, well, what about the first sprint, right? Um, what is the process improvement item <laughs> there, right? So you, you, you know, like, oh my something. God. So you were, were yeah. you at that meeting? Because that's exactly the sort of debate that we're like, well, people are idiots, so they're going to take this and incorrectly use it, and then and you know, yeah. So this could go horribly wrong. We may end up next year taking it out. Yeah. <laughs> we just. Um, but the intent, you know, when, mm-hmm. when Jeff and Ken added this, the intent was very much to put in place something that encouraged the behavior you're talking about it. Uh, Joe, you're not the only person that sees retro dropped. Mm-hmm. Well, we haven't got time and or it either gets dropped because you're far too busy and you never mm-hmm. get around to, you know, you know uh, doing anything or it gets dropped because the team doesn't feel empowered to make any changes to the way that they live mm-hmm. and the way that they work. Right. And this hopefully will just encourage people to, you know, step up and improve the way that they're working. And because yeah. if you can't find something to improve, I'd be very, very surprised. Right. I think this is the intelligence piece, right? Uh, Ken pointed out. It's like you, you gotta, you're just gonna go with this and 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 look at it and think about what are the the, the improvement ideas we're having, and just ignore those edge cases. You know, there are. I know there are some teams out there. Their retrospective is about positive. Uh, outcomes of the, the the retrospective out of the sprint, right? What what went well? Let's focus on our strengths, and uh, and they might not come out with an actionable item of what can we improve. They might just like now we know what we're good at, and um, so I can see that there is some misinterpretation of that statement. However, mm-hmm. I do love the fact that it's actually emphasizing the 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 retrospective, even though it's in the sprint backlog, right? But it's actually emphasizing the uh, it's closest to loop in my opinion. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Um, but we are uh, we are peaking towards the next topic. Like this is really like a nice setup here in terms of the changes here. Um, uh, we have a nice flow of things, and that is uh, the redefinition of the um, the role of a scrum master. I mean, that is yeah. huge. 
Yeah. Not well, not a mass. It wasn't perhaps as big a change as maybe some of us wanted, but uh, around this sort of like this servant leader that's changed that's job in life is to change the world again in, inspired bit by lean and uh, mm-hmm. and the mechanisms that lean uses to drive change into organizations and the toyota sort of model of of, of, of leadership uh, which is very much servant leadership um what what's interesting is that you know that clarity around the role the importance of the role scrum master's you see in many organizations scrum masters being populated by those sort of middle managers, those project managers, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And it sort of continues to be that role and they just manage the team and they, and this daily, the daily scrum is just a status meeting and scrim planning is, is them really telling people what to do <laughs> whilst working with the product mm-hmm. owner. And, and really that, that, that is furthest from the truth. I think that what, how Ken describes them is, is he can, drives them as, Describes them as the person that's responsible for changing the organization to make it valid in spite of itself. You know, mm-hmm. it's uh, uh, driving that fundamental shift to agility. They're the people that, that you, uh, in, 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 uh, Joe, spend your life trying to infect and mm-hmm. trying to yeah. sort of like help because, you know, they have a hard time driving change into an organization. And, so this this change really was just about updating, increasing the clarity of the role, adding some words around what they do and how they do it, and, and really just focused on that. I think, um, Dave, this is uh, big for me um, because it does actually also show, I think the clarity is needed because of its widespread adoption of Scrum, right? So it's so popular now, um, Scrum in the industry, Scrum in, in, in all these projects are there in or outside of IT, that the role might have been a little blurry in, uh, in recent years. I think this really shapes it up again. This is what Scrum is all about. And here's the, here's the person, that very unique role in the process. Dave, I have one more question for you uh, towards the end of our podcast. And that is uh, with the new Scrum Guide um, in the version of November 2017. Uh, does that mean we're going to get a Nexus Guide very soon? Um, that <laughs> that has some changes uh, based on those changes uh, as 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 an impact. Uh, yeah, Fanny should say that the um, the Nexus Guide is actually going through a process of revision at the moment. Now, Nexus Guide is owned, uh, or it's owned by Scrum.org in terms of the maintenance of it, and with Ken driving it. Uh, as opposed to Jeff and Ken. However, it is totally Scrum, as you highlighted. So, yes. Uh, in fact, there's a, a new book coming out December the 15th, um, 2017, um, Nexus. Um, uh, you can pre-order it on Amazon if you look up um, uh, Nexus and Scrum. Mm-hmm. Or, um, and um, it's, yes, I am one of the authors, so uh, apologies. <laughs> Though all money is going to charity, so uh, all the proceeds. But So the combination of that book, that helped us um, uh, think a lot about the clarity, the changes to the Scrum Guide, and the fact that Nexus is being practiced so many different places at the moment, and we've got a lot of feedback. Yes, there's going to be a new release. It'll probably be uh, end of the year, uh, early next year. It's currently in review. Um, And uh, yes, you expect to see a new version of that guide. And uh, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very excited because I... I think that, you know, Nexus ultimately is Scrum. It's an exoskeleton to Scrum. It provides just a little bit of uh, overusing the word clarity at this podcast, and I apologize, mm-hmm. but uh, clarity around how you get multiple teams to work together. 
you know, is there multiple product owners? Where does Scrum Mastery fit in? How do you get an integrated increment? You know, da, 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 mm-hmm. da. it provides a lot of guidance there. So I'm excited to see, with, particularly with the changes we did in the Scrum Guide, I think that adding that and making some changes to that, I think it's a powerful, very powerful combination. Awesome. I definitely, I did not know you were working on this and I will definitely pre-order the book. And, uh, and I feel like there is already another podcast in the making about that Nexus book and uh, oh. having a conversation and, uh, and possibly the next version of um, the Nexus guide. Joe, I'll get you one for free, mate. You don't have to order it, okay? It's <laughs> just special like that. Uh, thanks, Dave. All right. So this was our conversation about the new Scrum Guide. I think we got them all, right? The, the major changes. Yes, I uh, think we covered it all. I, I, you are awesome. And you actually, uh, you've obviously read it, which is, which is brilliant. I've read it far too many times mm-hmm. now. So I'm, I'm probably not going to read it for a few months. <laughs> I'm worn out. But um but yeah, I think we covered all the, the main topics, Joe. And uh, uh, go to uh, scrumguides.org and download. If you want to see a detailed difference, uh, there's obviously that's there as well. And translations are coming in uh, as we speak. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it takes a bit of time, uh, but they uh, incrementally they will be uh, coming out. So uh, uh, yeah, go and have a look at it. If you've got any questions or comp- uh, comments, um, at David J. West, yes. Um, or dave.west at scrum.org. Feel free to, to ping me. I'm, I, I love this, as Joe can attest to. We, yeah. we could talk for hours on the implications of the changes and you know, the future of Scrum. And, and um, hopefully, uh, if I didn't insult too many people. Uh, Not Joe, at all. Not uh, at all. Dave, thank you so much. Awesome. Talk to you soon. And as, as you said, go da- out there and download the latest version and update your teams. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Agile FM, the radio for the Agile community. I'm your host, Joe Krebs. If you're interested in more programming and additional podcasts, please go to www.agile.fm. Talk to you soon.